Well, hello, I'm Kimberly Brock. And for the last 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. And so now I'm on a mission to help other women just like you do the exact same thing. Now we're going to have some fun. So let's get started. Hey, everyone, real quick before we get started, I wanted to let you know about something new that I'm starting. And that is I am going to give a shout out to some reviewers who review my podcast and leave a review. So I'm looking on Apple Podcasts right now, and I've got a review here. I'm going to read it out loud, and I'm going to give a shout out to Lada1010. Thank you so much for leaving this awesome review. It makes me feel so good. So here it is. I just have to read it. It's titled So Fun, So Helpful, and So Motivating. She put, and I guess it's a she. It could be a he. So you don't know. I actually have more he listeners than I knew or than I actually expected. Okay. She's just getting started with Kimberly Brock is a fantastic podcast. Kimberly is incredibly smart and knowledgeable about business, but she is also fun, kind, and positive. Oh my gosh. That makes me feel so good. Thank you. Her motivational style of speaking leaves you inspired to take on the world and crush your business goals. I love that statement, crush your business goals. I'm going to have to keep that one. Thank you, Lada. That was a good one. And her encouragement and positive outlook leaves you feeling like you actually can. Okay, this is so nice and so kind. Thank you so much for leaving this. You have no idea how much it means to me. And again, any of you out there right now, if you leave a review, just know I may give you a shout out on a future episode because I want to let the world know how awesome you are for doing this for me. So thank you. Anyways, time for the episode. Let's get started. Well, hello, it's 2020. I'm so happy you all are here today. This is kind of an interesting day. I haven't done an episode like this, but I wanted to give us the state of the business, which means the state of small business and entrepreneurship here in 2020. And I think it's promising and encouraging for all of you listening that you're in a career that is thriving, that there's so many people starting businesses and they're a lot more successful than has been rumored. Because I always heard that businesses failed, like so many businesses failed within the first year. And I'm reading these statistics and it's not gloom and doom like that. It's actually really encouraging. So let me get started. I'm going to give you the stats and then I'm going to give you the trends to watch out for. And I've got everything in the show notes. So you can scroll down when you're done listening to this. Maybe you're on a walk. Maybe you're cleaning the house, whatever you're doing. And you can't, you know, keep track of all these stats that I'm giving you. But if you want to go back and look at them, you can scroll down to the show notes and I'll have them there. And um, I think it's super encouraging for all of us. So the first thing that I just wanted to say, there's 582 million entrepreneurs in the world. I thought that was a really high number. And the main reasons why people do it is so they can be their own boss and pursue their passions. Those are the top two, which is really encouraging to me personally, because this is what I do. This is my business to help people create profitable businesses by being their own boss and pursuing their passions. That is what my whole platform is about because I don't I don't see how people start their businesses and run businesses that they don't really care about. That's the people that I serve, the people that are passionate about what they offer 
or what they're selling or their connection they're making with the customers and the clients. So if that's you, and it's more than just a business to you, then I'm happier here because you're in the right place. So top two reasons, again, that people are entrepreneurs, they want to be their own boss and pursue their passions. Okay, this next stat was totally interesting to me. It said 33% of entrepreneurs only had a high school diploma. So that means, so 33% graduated from high school and didn't go to college. And then it said only 9% of them had a degree in business. So that was pretty fascinating. I think a lot of people think that you have to have a business degree to start a business and you don't. And only 3% had masters and PhDs, probably because they had other really high qualified jobs if they got their PhD, I would assume. But I thought that was pretty interesting. And it's neat now too, because a lot of the colleges, like my daughter's in college, they offer an entrepreneurial degree. So in the business school, entrepreneurship is a degree now. That's how far we've come. I think that's pretty amazing. It says that middle-aged men have the most successful businesses. <laughs> and I'm not sure what the definition of successful is. I'm guessing money-making, which would make sense because maybe they have been working their whole lives in a certain field and they're super qualified and they start a business. And so they are highly skilled. So I can see that. But women-owned businesses are totally on the rise. Okay, this is fascinating. Women-owned businesses over the past 20 years have grown by 114%. I mean, that's a lot. I started my first business 20 years ago. And you're telling me that since I started my first one, it's grown 114%. That's amazing. Total business growth has been 44% over the same 20 years. So that's how fast women-owned businesses have outpaced men-owned businesses. Pretty cool. So if you're a woman, small business owner listening to this, yay, you're part of the thriving trend of women that are starting their own businesses. I love it. Failure rate has declined by 30% since 1977. Now that is encouraging because people always told me that businesses failed so badly the first year. And here is the real stat. Real statistics. I found this on multiple places online. I've been researching it. And we have an answer. Everybody's pretty similar in their data. So here's the success rate of small businesses right now. In the first year, 79% succeed. Okay, that's awesome. That's way better than I thought it was. 79%. After five years, it's a 50% success rate. And after 10 years, it's a 32%. So think about that. First year success rates, about almost four out of five succeed first year. After five years, half succeed. And after 10 years, about a third, a little less than a third succeed. So that's pretty interesting. I like that. Then this was super interesting that it shows for current and aspiring small business owners, male and female together, the most crowded age group I don't even know if I want to say crowded, the most common age group, small business owners, male and female, drumroll please, ages 50 to 59 for current and aspiring. That's the most common age group. It's like 35%. And the next one, the next age group is 25%. And that's 40 to 49. So ages 40 to 49. And then the third most common age group for current and aspiring 
small business owners is age 60 to 69. So the most popular is 50 to 59, then 40 to 49, then 60 to 69. I had no idea. I don't think I would have guessed that. That is awesome. Those were all the statistics I thought you should know. I love it all. I think it's encouraging, promising for all of us, especially women, and the environment is supporting it for women. But it's not to say anything bad about the men. The men are doing amazing. A majority of men have been working full time and had more time to develop that skill. A lot of women stop for a while while they're having kids and change careers. So maybe that's why I have no idea. So here are the big five trends that you need to think about for your business and consider is that user reviews are totally popular. And we all knew that, but you need to think about it for yours. Where are people reviewing you? How are people reviewing you? And we do seek that out as consumers. We do look at reviews. Although I have to say, I'm totally annoyed by fake and like extra reviews. Do you know what I'm saying? How do we police this and make sure we're getting authentic reviews? I know Amazon, for example, tries to show the verified purchase, you know, little little badge you get if you've actually purchased it and you're giving it a review. But I thought people can get around that too. They could have people purchase it and review it. I, I don't It's just, I don't know how you police that. I don't know the big solution. But anyways, just so you know, user reviews are still on the rise and trending. The second thing is that e-commerce is still on the rise which is awesome. And I was looking at the chart. Again, I started my first online store. I think I took it online 2003. And it's just shown a steady climb since then. It hasn't stopped. E-commerce is still on the rise, which is good news. So some people I know have had businesses and actually have just, you know, stayed away from the internet. I have to say, if I'm helping you start a business today, I'm going to make sure you have a website up. Even if you're not having a checkout right there because some of you have services that are kind of complicated and there's other call to action buttons we can do besides an actual checkout if you if your business isn't meant to have that but many are whether it's a product or service you can book now you can book a call you can send a message so i would make sure you have an e-commerce site so it's still on the rise it's popular it's not going anywhere so everyone needs to have it the third thing is that personalized customer service is very popular. And we all know that. I discussed that in a previous episode. And if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to episode 11. But you have got to make customers feel like you're a human being and that you're not computer generated. So when you're responding to customers, you need to make sure that they feel loved, right? I mean, that's what I try to do. And I believe in that. And I would tell anyone who's working with me, we need to tweak what you're saying right here, because this doesn't make me feel loved as a consumer or won't make your consumers feel loved. And we want them to feel loved and cared for and taken care of. So personalized customer service. The fourth thing is that social media and email are still the top ways to communicate and make connections with your customers. So that's still what's trending. With social, it's saying that live events and stories are super popular. Everything is saying that's what we should all be doing. And then with email, as I said, it's the most important way that you can keep up with your customers as well is building your list so you have qualified leads and that you can communicate with them with your personality. It's not that you're selling over email. It's that you're giving another way to connect with you and get to know you so that they'll do business with you. 
you need to make sure too, as a side note, that everything is cohesive, that all your branding, all the touch points where you're speaking to them, whether it's social, whether it's, you know, your customer service that you're providing, transactional emails, emails just to say hello and what's going on and do you have any pain points right now? How can I help you? It takes seven interactions before someone will take a step and take action with you. Did you know that? It takes like at least seven. I've read a little bit other statistics as well, but it's many, many times. So just know that, that customers may not book business with you or get on your email list or follow you on Instagram or Facebook or do anything the first time. It may take seven times before they go, okay, right? And that's kind of hard to swallow. Sometimes you're like, why do I have to do this? It's because there's so much noise in everyone's face. It's not that you are less than, It's not that your product isn't good or that your service isn't amazing. It's that people have too much in their face all the time. And so we have to find ways to authentically stand out and connect and make sure we're connecting with the right people. Because if I'm sitting here talking to someone who wants to start a business, but they don't really care, it's not out of their passion, they just want to make money and that's it. They don't have any skill they want to share with the world. They're not passionate about serving others. None of that. They just want to make money. They are not for me. So I want you to think about that in your business, that the people that you're talking to, that you have certain language that you use, and it's a cohesive, complete branding message that you share among all avenues, among social, among email, among you know phone calls. However you communicate with your clients, I just want you to make sure that it's the consistent messaging. The last trend, there's a million trends, but the last trend that I'm highlighting today is also seeking out peers. That's a big initiative right now. That's why we have Facebook groups. That's why I have my Facebook group so that people that are like-minded, that, you know, I have women in the group that are starting or in stages of business where they're trying to grow it or start new initiatives or launch new things. I want them all talking together in there and bouncing ideas off of each other and getting advice. And maybe you can pull the group. You can ask people what they think. That's why I have it, because I know that it's useful for people like you. It's been useful for me in my business journey. And going along with that, You have the groups on social, but people are doing a lot of co-working spaces now. Like you've heard of WeWork and all those co-working buildings and places, which which I think is really cool. I'm in the suburbs, so it's not something that's super popular here. But I know in the cities, like I was in Chicago a few weeks ago and saw WeWork and some other co-working spaces. And I was like, oh my gosh, if I lived here in the city, I would totally have a space in there. It just looked fun and awesome. And people were drinking coffee and talking. And I was thinking, wow, this is a great way to network to, you know, get questions answered. And just, I think it's really beneficial. I think networking is huge now. And it's an an initiative that I have for myself as well, if I'm being frank, and you need to too. And it's authentic networking. It's not you just trying to get everyone you know, to know about you and blurt your message out. It's authentically connecting with people and seeing who might be the type of people that need your service or having friends that you partner with or other people that have other businesses in your community that you partner with that you can recommend each other and help each other out. I know Michelle Stinson had commented on that in her episode with me. If you haven't listened to it, I think it's episode nine 
old school business principles at work. And she talks about ways that she networked. And I think it's amazing. So anyways, those are the trends. Again, it's user reviews are popular. E-commerce is still on the rise. Personalized customer service, social media, you know, live streaming and stories are super popular. Email is still the number one way to communicate with your customers that you have to have seven touch points before they may take action with you and that seeking out peers and networking is big right now. Well, that is it. If you have any topic ideas, any burning questions that you're trying to get answered, any topics that you'd love to more know more about, please email me. You can contact me down through the show notes. It'll link to my website. You can pop me an email real quick. You can post it on social. I'm at Start with Kimberly Brock on Facebook or Instagram. You can message me. Please let me know if there's something specific you would love for me to do a podcast episode on. And if you would rate this podcast, I would be so grateful. You can simply leave a star rating or leave a written review. I am going to be reading them aloud on some of the episodes. So I'd love to give you a shout out just as a way of saying thank you for leaving the feedback. So if you could leave a rating and a written feedback, that'd be awesome. If you have any topic ideas, again, please email me. Thank you so much. Y'all have a wonderful day. Bye. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here. Head on over to KimberlyBrock.com. And yes, you can get more valuable information for your journey. And you know what? You don't need to go through this alone. I would love to help you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.